All right, guys, welcome back. Episode 81 of the Kneel Down Podcast. Uh, we got the, the best sporting events coming up here. Even though we are a football podcast, how lit are you for March Madness? Oh, I thought you were about to say something terrible, and I was about to leave and never come back on. What did you think I was about to say? I thought you were about to say baseball. Oh, the, okay. I said sporting event. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you were about to say opening day. Oh, hell no. Okay. I, I like baseball, but Jesus Christ, that doesn't even crack the top 10 for me. Okay, I was going to say, all right, you need to find someone else. No, the conference tournaments are going on this week. I, oh, yeah. Badgers oh. play tonight. Oh, who do they play? Uh, crap, I just saw it, too. I don't know. They're like the 12 seed. They're playing like a 13 seed. Yeah, basically, they, they need to win the conference tournament to get in. But Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched two no-name teams battle it out for – Double, triple overtime last night. It's just whoa. I don't. I couldn't even tell you who won. I just. I just know it was a great game. <laughs> they play Ohio State, and they beat them earlier this year. I know. So. I just watched Ohio State play Illinois. They had lost like seven, eight straight, but they're they're a good team. So okay. I mean, they are eleven and eleven. <laughs> I don't think, or they were eleven and eleven. What are they now? They are thirteen and eighteen. I don't think you can say they're a good team. I couldn't tell you. Anything about who's good? I know, like I know Houston's good. I know Purdue's good, but as far as you know, seeding goes, at this point of the year, I haven't watched enough basketball to really tell you. But I think I'm yeah, this is on. like this is the first year. This is the least amount of basketball, college basketball that I followed. I've watched um, UNC, which they shouldn't. They were the preseason ranked number one, which they shouldn't have even been, and now they might. They might not even make the tournament. They're gonna have to win out. Oh, shit. I didn't know they were that bad. Oh, yeah. I, they're just, yeah, they're, I mean, so I, I haven't watched kind of because of that. And then, um, but yeah, you know, Houston, UCLA, I really like this year. I don't want to like Marquette because if you're if like here in Wisconsin, it's Badgers or Marquette. There's really no one or the other. And I'm more Badgers. Um, but they're good. Gonzaga, or not Gonzaga, Zona's good. Um, those are kind of my favorites right now. Yeah, that, I I like UCLA just because they have those two returning guys for uh, for the couple of years. But they've been there for six years. It feels like <laughs> same with some of those Gonzaga guys. He just uh, Drew Timmy just broke the record for uh, most points scored for Gonzaga history last night. Yeah, well, he knows he's not going to do great in the NBA, so he's just staying game school <laughs> for free. But blessed for March Madness, it comes in. Yes, when we don't have much else going on. So thank you to that. Uh, but today's show, we had the combine last week. We'll go over that. So we've had some, we've had some quarterback news. There's a lot of stuff going on. It feels like there's been news about half the quarterbacks in this league at this point. Uh, and obviously next Tuesday is big too. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to get into this, but, uh, I picked the draft today. I don't even know how I, <laughs> how I thought of it. But... Well, I haven't, I, I mean, something <laughs> must have happened. I don't know. I, it just made me think, I'm like, huh. What? Because I, I was, I feel like I've done a couple food drafts, and I was like, uh, yeah. it's kind of basic, kind of boring. So, worst this draft topic: worst things your wife or significant other says to you. And, and this is like just strictly like us, right? Th- this is all my personal things. I I didn't go. Some are generals, obviously. Yeah. But 
I, I don't know. I was I was sitting in bed one night. I'm like, huh. There's there's a couple things I could put on this list instantly. So yeah, and I I had struggled with this, and we both love our significant others and wives. There's nothing, you know. I just want to point that out and make that clear. Uh, but for me, Megan mainly like more does things than says things that really get like grind my gears. That so half half my list isn't like even just getting me angry. Half half of the list is just like. Oh. Like when my soul leaves my body, I'm, I'm yeah. like depressed, and that that's gonna be my first pick. When Kate says we need to clean the house, yeah, I know my day is fucked. <laughs> We're not doing anything else because we we clean the house like once every two weeks, and we we let we have four pets. We it, the floors get pretty nasty. And once once she says we need to clean that, it's always on a Sunday morning after we're hungover drinking, and she she picks the worst inconvenient times to do it, and it's never a one hour job. Which I mean, is, is there ever a convenient time to do it? Oh my god! It's just, I, every time I, it's always when I sit down and I fire up a show and I yeah. eat. And, <laughs> god, yeah. my soul leaves my body every time she says that to me. See, we're the opposite because I'm the clean one between Megan and I. Like, I'll do the day to day cleaning and Megan more of like the deep clean. So, like, yes, like, exactly. Our deep, exactly. Clean, our deep clean isn't like a, I mean, in this house, obviously it should be, but you know, we only use like a quarter of the house, anyways, it feels like. Uh, yeah, I, we stay I, away I, from anything upstairs besides our bedroom. We, we we both do our own laundry, which is so you can't count that. But I do I do the dishes every day, and I cook I cook dinner, and okay. just like and I, I take the trash out stuff like that. But when we deep clean the house, she does she sweeps, she mops, okay. she she scrubs. So I, I I'll take that trade off ten times out of ten. Okay, that's fair. You know that is that, that's a good one. No one likes to clean by any means. Mine, gosh. I don't, I don't think you'll take any of mine. I don't know. But I, I got, I mean, yeah, I don't know. My first one is just going to be, do you have to watch that game? Fuck, that was my number two. Let's go. Literally, word for word, what you just said. Do you have to watch that game? I have written <laughs> like, my Yes, list. I do. <laughs> oh, my God. That grinds my gears. So, yes, I have to watch St. Mary's play Gonzaga on this Wednesday night. It's important. <laughs> I can win the million dollar bracketology, damn it. Fuck, I'm pissed you took that. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, and of it, course, it, and Megan's always talking about, like, I'm not, like, you know, I love my sports teams. There are sometimes I'll watch other sports games, like, main, you know, mainly basketball or college basketball. I'll only really watch Fox and UNC for the most part. But football, I watch every like every game I can. And she'll ask me, like, oh, you have to watch this game? Chiefs, Bills? Yeah, I got to watch it. What are you talking about? Yeah, Obviously, yeah. It's, it's more for football. It's more Jags, Jets, or some shitty Thursday night game. But it's still football. It is. And it's like, we have two other TVs with Rokus and smart TVs in this house. Go do, go watch your show. Literally. No, Kate, Kate's usually – on Sunday, she knows I get the, I get, uh, the living room to myself from – Noon to whenever the Sunday night game. Is. Yeah, she's, she's fine with it. But and I've witnessed this. She sat in her in your guys' room the whole day, came up for food, and went back in. She's like, "Hey, I'm not bugging him. This is his time." We, we only get 18 Sundays out of the 52 Sundays for football. She can deal yeah. with it, and she's yeah. Fine. yeah. It, it's more the Monday and Thursday night games where I'm I'm fine pulling it up on my laptop and watching on silence every once in a while. I don't care. Yep. 
Uh, all right. My number three, this one is more when she's pissed. And I know <laughs> we're going to get into like a one to two business day fight after she says, oh, this. no. <laughs> she says, do whatever you're going to do real <laughs> quick. It's, it's sometimes it's half times in a text. Half the times we're just, we'll just be going back and forth. And she's like, you know what? Do whatever you're going to do. And she just storms off. And I'm like, fuck. Because I want to do whatever I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> it, so it, obviously I don't. I, I wouldn't be uh, recording this podcast if I do. <laughs> but it's just, it's just whenever she says that, I'm like, oh, man, this this is not going to go well. Well, yeah, because now you don't get to do what you want to do. Literally. <laughs> All right. That, that is a good one. I think I'm trying to think of like what our words are for like that is like same thing. I, I think Megan's more like whatever, I guess. You know, yeah, that's like kind of like the same for me. Like if I like if I like pair it with our wording, but right. okay, I get you. I'm gonna go with, and there is context in this. So when Megan says, "I'm almost ready," in context, we're already 20 minutes late. Oh, so you're going with "I'm almost ready"? Yeah, yeah. I could, I could just picture her saying that <laughs> because she's never almost right. Like I'm. We had Tony was coming over yesterday before we went out to drinks when we visited you at your bar. Yeah. Tony's very allergic to dogs. So, like, she can't be in our house that long. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, very allergic. And Megan knows that. And Megan, you know, went to the gym. It was kind of like a late. I think Tony calls us around like one. Hey, what you, you guys want to hang out tonight? And we're like, yeah, Megan's got to, Megan has to go to the gym. So she went. And she ran errands. She stopped at her to talk to her dad for a little bit. I'm like, Megan, Tony's 20 minutes away. you got to shop. Are you ready? Okay. And she wasn't Megan. ready. No, we sat for we waited an extra 30 minutes. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you have you have two shedding golden retrievers. That's uh not an allergic friend's paradise there. No, and and that's always our that is our number one. We will have the same argument from the from now until the day one of us dies. Always be late. Yeah, Meg- Megan's notorious for being late, so I'm surprised oh, yeah. you didn't go with that first. Uh, my third pick here, I got four more left. I'm gonna go. I have two, so you can't take them. I'm gonna. So Kate's family, they're they're big Pinterest. They're big. Kate, Kate's dad has his whole shop. And oh no! Everything, and Kate they they rub off on Kate, and Kate thinks she's she's handy. She is, but when she says. We could make that ourselves. I cringe. Because <laughs> I, I, I would rather spend a hundred if if I'm looking for like a nightstand or yep. something. It's just to paint something, build something, do something, whatever. I'll find something on Amazon. I'll pay a hundred bucks for it before I spend twenty five dollars even on the supplies and make it myself. Most of the time, we can't fucking make this ourselves. It's gonna look like shit compared to being being store bought. And whenever she says that, I just know we're either a never gonna get this, or b we are gonna try and make it ourselves, and we're probably gonna fail, and then we're gonna have Kate's dad do it. So I would rather just fucking Amazon Prime ship the thing, have it in forty eight hours, rather than go through that whole mess. That is hilarious. <laughs> what is the one thing? Because you said like we can't, like there's no way we can fucking make this. What is one thing you guys have tried to make and it was awful? Oh my god, I don't, I don't, I don't have a solution. I, I don't even know if we've tried to make many things, but she says that so many times, and we just never end up getting anything because we never get the supplies. We don't. We're too lazy after work to fucking do anything. We drink every weekend. We're busy every weekend. It's just, it never happens. 
That's awesome. Yeah, we I do not have that problem. <laughs> Megan and I were you know we're Megan's like you said notorious for being late. Megan's notorious for Amazon shipments. Oh same. Kate we have Prime. Kate Kate orders a couple shipments a month at least. So yeah. It's, it's, yeah. All right. Well this I know you don't have. Um but my and this sounds very I'm not, I'm not trying to come off as rude, but Megan usually makes dinner, I would say, 90% of the time. She's the she's a better cook. She, you know, I can. I need more, like, tutorials. It's going to take me longer. So when she asks what's for dinner, I cringe because yeah. I know I'm either getting something frozen, I got to make it, or I got to find something in the freaking pantry that I don't want. So who cooks, who cooks out of you guys? Megan does. 100% of the time? 90%. Okay, I cook. Uh, what I cook is chicken. Like I'll make different kinds of chicken. Um, I'll use our um, pressure cooker. What, once it's summertime and it's grilling season, I'll I'll do the grill. Megan will maybe one or twice if I'm just not there and busy. But I do more of the grill. And now that we have um, our skillet um, on the, the Blackstone, we'll be using that more. But any other any other time, Megan cooks. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm the I'm the opposite. I cook hundred percent of the meals. And I had that was gonna be my next pick was what what are you feeling for dinner? Same thing, but and whenever she asked me that, I just know it so, half the time she's gonna be like, Ugh, okay, fine. <laughs> half the time she's gonna be like, Ooh, I don't really want that. And I'm yeah. like, Oh my god, then what the fuck do you want? I yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, no, mine is because now I gotta go do work. I have to work on the dinner or Luckily, there aren't a lot of options for us to order out around here, so that's not really a big thing. But we're when we're in Green Bay, it's like, uh, I guess we can go spend money on crap food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When we were in Green Bay, we, with all that shit right across the street from us, it was it was bad. We were eating out a couple times a week. Yeah. Um. All right. Last pick. I have two more. I'm just gonna go with the classic K. It is okay. It it's just over text. Yeah, it, it, it'll just come out of nowhere too, and I'll just be like, "What do I do?" <laughs> right, you're like, "Well, I'll just catch the right hook out of nowhere," <laughs> and I'm and I'll just have to backtrack, read the messages. It's just, it's not a great feeling. So, no, it's simple, like... simple last pick, but it's it's definitely effective. Yeah, no, I've and the boomers are notorious for this too. And the boomers it. don't even mean it to be. It's a different meaning to the boomers. That it is. Us. <laughs> and I've told my dad countless times because I'm like, "Are you mad?" He's like, "No." I'm like, uh, don't say K. Just say okay. That's too. That's too much. Too much typing for them. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> Meg, Megan and I. I think ours is like just the letter O and letter K. That's when. That's our K. That's when the like if we text that. That person knows, like, okay, he or she's pissed. Oh, yeah. What, Kate will say, okay, a y, and not, nothing else, no punctuation, nothing. But that's just how she says, okay. And I, I, I feel like it comes off as, as like short. But no, she's, she's fine. So yeah. And my, th- my thing, I, I don't even know if I have one to be honest. I think I, I won't say K or anything. I think I'll just set my phone down and ghost it, and just don't even, <laughs> won't even say anything back. Yeah, we should have our wives do this because I know Megan come up, could come up with so many more than me. <laughs> um, my last one, this is kind of like, again, a stereotypical, you know, every guy wants to be funny, but when your wife says, you're not funny. Whoa. It, it just makes me mad because, one, I know I'm funny. Yep. And <laughs> when she says that, it's 
probably because she doesn't think it's funny and I'm making her mad. But I don't I have, care. I hear you're not funny, so I just keep going. I have heard uh, Megan say that, so I'm not, I'm not surprised you have this on your list. Yeah, and I find myself as a funny individual. And just hearing that, yeah, you're not funny, and like, wow, yes, I am. Don't say that. And now I'm going to make you more mad. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, the only other thing I had on my list, it kind of went hand in hand with my, uh, we can make this ourselves. It's, you know, I've been thinking. Oh. <laughs> We'll just be sitting, we'll just be chilling, minding our own business, and she'll say, You know, I've been thinking. Yeah. And I just like, know oh. a fucking project is on the yeah. horizon. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, uh, it just went hand in hand. So I, I felt like I just had to leave it off. Yeah, no, that is a good one. Uh, do you have anything else or no? No, I, like I said, Megan Mark does things, then like says things, and I roll my eyes. Okay. Uh, let's get into uh, some of these quarterbacks here. Let's start with our, our first one, Derek Carr to the Saints. Uh, I I think I I know I, in our preseason predictions I had Carr to the Saints. I don't remember where you had him going, but I think I uh, and I was literally just looked at it. Let me pull it back up. I had Carr going to the Jets. Okay. Uh, yeah, Carr four years, hundred fifty million dollar contract with I think seventy million dollars effective right now guaranteed. I think I saw. Yeah, the total contract guaranteed is like $104 million. Okay. So, I mean, I, I keep – people are slandering cards. I keep seeing these bullshit comparisons on TikTok saying they went from a middle-aged quarterback with no playoff wins and blah, blah, blah to another middle-aged quarterback, no playoff wins. Andy Dalton is nowhere near where, who, who Derek Carr is. They definitely no. upgraded. Especially then. Like, Andy Dalton was good for the Bengals. Right. He was, a, he was a good quarterback, but that's not who he was. And Carr has had, like, the worst defenses in the past 10, in his whole entire career, than the Saints have ever had. Right. I, obviously, I, Derek Carr is not a top 10 quarterback in my mind, but he's a serviceable quarterback. And if he didn't get injured three, four years ago, he could have made a deep playoff run with that Raiders team. Yeah, that was a good team. And they lost to the Texans with their third-string quarterback. Um, yeah, no, Carr is a is a significant upgrade. They're the team to beat in the NFC South at this moment. Um, you know, and and I don't see I mean a lot will do with the draft. Buccaneers won't get a new quarterback, I don't think, but the Panthers and Falcons might. But he's the best quarterback in this division and best team. So they are the playoff team in the NFC South right now. Yeah, I would be shocked if the Panthers didn't draft a quarterback. I've seen them trade all the way up to one and take a quarterback. So, as of right as of March eighth, twenty twenty three, the Saints are the front runners in the NFC South. Yes. Uh Geno Smith staying with Seattle, three years, one hundred two million dollar contract, fifty two million dollars in his first year. That's good. Good for him. Oh yeah, good for first him. Of, first of all, the dude was just. A dead quarterback. I, I don't even. He was Drew. He was supposed to be sitting behind Drew Locke at this time last year. Yep. And now look where he is. So honestly, good for him. Uh, but I I think he is just a bridge quarterback still who just got his payday. Yeah. Uh, do you, I, so? Do you think with their five, with their fifth pick, do they go quarterback and have them sit for a year? Or I mean, I mean, that's the million dollar question. I I don't know if if I'm the Seahawks, I don't i'm not trading up no i'm not trading up either so let's, let's say let, let's say all the teams stay how they are nobody trades up the two the texans and colts are taking a quarterback 
and the Seahawks will be left with with Levis and Richardson. If I had to guess, well, I don't know. I've seen I've between those there. teams. I think I think Stroud goes to Houston, and then I think the Colts do like Bryce Young more than Richardson. If I'm the Seahawks, though, I don't. That's so tough. You have a top five pick. You honestly, Will Anderson or Jalen Carter still could be there at five for you. Jalen Carter should not be on any team's radar until they find out what happens. But it, so, assuming he's he gets off, like people yeah. think he will. It, no mock draft. I see him outside the top five still. So, um, but yeah, Gino for now, next year starting quarterback for the Seahawks. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, I How mean, about another good for him? No, I don't. I don't even want to say it's a head scratcher. We people have been telling us this was coming for a month now, but. Daniel Jones, four years, $160 million contract, $82 million guaranteed. We all shit on Russ last year, throwing 16 passing touchdowns. Daniel Jones had 15. This yeah. dude, I, I, I get it. He, he had his best year of his career for what it's worth last year. Does he deserve $160 million? Fuck no. No, not at <laughs> all. And yeah, that $82 million is guaranteed at signing. Oh my god! That's signing. So his contract details aren't out yet on um, Spot Track S P O S P O T R A C. That's what I always use to look at players' contracts and all that and all the details in there. That's not updated. But from what I've seen and heard on Twitter and you know Giants writers, that this is more of a two-year contract for the team and then after that it kind of that's so they had, essentially it's like two years with jones and then after that dumping him is can be can be an option and it doesn't affect them that much in cap from what i've heard hmm. yeah i i uh i don't use spot track or, or whatever but that's if, I, if you're if you're giants fan if you're a giants fan you're not happy are you if you can't be no i mean <laughs> like so i'll play devil's advocate Look who he was throwing to. Like, there were no receivers. They sure. traded away Kadarius Tony, who didn't even do anything for him. He was hurt. And there he had nobody to throw the ball to. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt there. And he's never had anyone to throw the ball to. Right. I well, so let's just say Isaiah Hodgins takes a year two step up. Wandale comes back healthy, takes a year two step up. They take a day two receiver. They they get some weapons for Daniel Jones. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say decent weapons. We haven't really seen much from any of these guys, but he has he has to throw for twenty five touchdowns for you to be like, okay, this was worth it at least, and make and make a playoff run. Yeah, I mean, I think we saw. I mean, the Giants are still at this moment the third best team in their division. Yeah, but, but so, Daniel Jones is the third best quarterback. Like. It, I understand good quarterbacks are hard to come by, but this was a guy who was great. Like they, they didn't even hesitate to not pick up his fifth year option. And right. one year later, fifteen touchdown passes, you're paying him eighty million dollars at a signing. God, that makes no sense. <laughs> like and they because their picks like what? It's it's in the twenties. So they wouldn't have they would have had to trade a lot of capital to get a quarterback this year. I'm I, I don't know. They clearly weren't in the Rogers sweepstakes, the car. Why wouldn't you have been? Right. I would much rather – yeah, Carr's older. 
I wouldn't have done Rodgers because they're not a quarterback away. They still need a lot of pieces. But I would much rather have Carr and his contract for the Giants than Daniel Jones and his. And I don't have to think about it. Oh, 100%. And this is a wide-open NFC, too. You got the Eagles, you got the Niners, and then it's TBD. I don't I don't know. I think I do think the they they made it to the divisional round last year. Good for them, but I think that is their ceiling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right now, unless they get some big free agent signings, but yeah, that that is their ceiling. Their floor is five six wins. I I would I would say I would give them more than five wins, but I I'll I say six. I, I was gonna say I think their floor is six to seven wins and missing the playoffs in that division. Yeah, they just won eight this past year. Like six isn't that big of a difference. That's true. Um, these two quarterbacks haven't, we haven't heard much news on them. Let's talk about Lamar though. And the tweets we've been seeing yesterday, we, we thought all the teams that we thought were going after Lamar all came out and said, we're out on them, including Washington, Atlanta, you know, Miami, all these teams who need fucking quarterbacks. <laughs> you, would, you would think they would go after the former MVP. I don't, I don't know what teams are seeing that we're not what information they they know that we don't but he did get franchise tagged by by the ravens which we all saw coming they didn't agree to anything but i don't i don't understand what's happening right now so what 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 i saw from another a writer an espn writer that teams don't necessarily want it so they don't like they can reach out to him doesn't cost you anything to reach out and talk to him um but from what i saw that teams aren't they don't want to waste their time because Baltimore is probably just going to match it because they don't they don't believe any team is going to give him the contract he wants. Right. So any contract that they do give, Baltimore is going to match it. Yep, the the Ravens do have the right to match it or accept two first round draft picks as compensation. Yep. So that I think that's one of the reasons like teams are like okay, what's the point? Like the thing that a lot of people are going off is like oh, team three teams were doing anything they could to get Deshaun Watson, give him his guarantee, who had all those off-field issues. Yeah, and teams learned from that. Right. Like, th- this is not – Deshaun Watson is no quarterback, especially a mobile quarterback who has missed games in this past two seasons, should get $250 million guaranteed. And I saw this tweet. It's from a Bears – I don't think he's a beat writer – uh, he's an NFL content creator for the Bears, so probably nothing like actually serious. But I've seen a lot of his tweets, um, and I thought it was actually very, like, correct. Who was it? Uh, Max Markham. Oh, he's like, yeah, he's he's not anything official, but he's a huge yeah. in the Bears community. Yep. Um, so saying Lamar Jackson is MVP means nothing. It was three year- seasons ago. That I don't necessarily agree with, but I mean, it's three years it's ago, a- that's still recent. He's still young. Yeah, that's not that far removed of his MVP season. But since his MVP season, he has not stayed healthy. His peaking is at 2,800 passing yards, averaging 19 touchdowns, nine interceptions per season. Plus side, he's a great rusher. Like, that's not – and he looked at it. If Justin Fields does that next year, 2,800 yards, 19 touchdowns, nine picks, that's – you're not happy for to be the Bears, are you? No, not really. No. So it's – so it's 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 not that he's continuously playing MVP – um, the past three years, and he just hasn't won it. He hasn't been playing because he's been playing at that level because he's getting hurt. And that's why I personally, personally would not give him the $250 million guarantee. I would give him what Daniel Jones got in a heartbeat. 
I would too. Yeah, guar- that that much fully guaranteed is ridiculous unless your name is Mahomes. And but. and we saw what Kyler has the second highest guaranteed. Look what happened to Kyler. Just tore his ACL. He's a mobile quarterback. He's Lamar Jackson's not small. He's skinny, but he's like 6'2", probably 215, I think. But Kyler just tore his ACL at a young age. Like, I, I know you look at mobile quarterbacks differently. I personally look at them, or we, we, we look at them differently. I'm not giving them the bag and getting $250 million guaranteed for a mobile, undersized, smaller quarterback. You know, if Anthony Richardson pans out, yeah, I will, because he's 6'6", 250, just like Cam yeah. Newton, just like Josh Allen. Like, those are guys that can take those hits. I still don't love it. But if he pans out, then, yeah, that's a different conversation because he can take hits. Yeah, there's a real possibility that no teams reach out. This gets ugly. Lamar holds out, and he yep. doesn't play. He doesn't play the start of the year. Or yeah, it's year a, it's a, and he he did that. You know, he we don't know how bad his knee injury was. I'm not gonna say we're, we're not inside the locker room. We don't we're not talking to Lamar. Um, but people are saying that he could have been playing. He held himself out. Didn't want to risk furthering injury for not having a contract. He is okay with sitting out this season. He is. As the Lamar and the Danny Dimes owner in, uh, one, in a one-quarterback dynasty league, thank God Dimes got the bag. Yeah. He might be my every-week starter. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, I mean, yeah, you know, two first-round picks, that's nothing for a, a guy of Lamar's status um, right. and what he can do. It's just, again, teams think it's a waste of time because they're not, like, they're not offering the fully guaranteed. Ravens know that, and Ravens will match whatever offer is sent. So, right. So it's just a waste of time. It has nothing to do with anything else that people are trying to insinuate. I can promise you that. Okay. Uh, last piece of news, Rodgers met with the Jets yesterday. Oh, God. <laughs> Packers fans are ready to see him go. They just want – It's thought, very – it's probably 64. It's very close. I mean, obviously you're upset to see your quarterback of 18 years. Basically, your whole life you remember – yeah, of your Packers quarterback, it's it's tough to see him go, but I feel like you guys are you're you've gone through the grieving stages. You're at your five stages of grief, and you're ready to move on to on to Jordan Love here. If Rodgers came out and said, "I am playing the next two years, like this year and next year," I move on from Jordan Love. Okay, but it's the fact that he can't do that. That's why. That like that's why. It has nothing to do with his regression. He had a regression four years ago, then three years ago, one back to back MVPs. Nothing to do with his regression. His oddball behavior, the that that I find oddball, that you know, I you know, the darkness retreat, whatever. I don't care about that stuff. That he's not hurting anybody. He's not Joe Mixon, John Moran, like not doing anything like that. For me, it's just the unknowing and the future. So that's why I am. I know a lot of other people are because he's a drama queen. Eh, not really. <laughs> kind of the media that really pushes that. Brady has done this. No one says anything to Brady. Like, come on now. Um, and the Packers seem very – believe a lot in love, and that's another reason why I'm okay with it because they actually finally believe. They think he's ready to be a starter. Um, and that's why I'm okay with it. It's still going to suck. I mean, if that latest match draft you sent me, though, that the Jets give you their first this year, you get JSN and Dalton Kincaid, you can get them some decent fucking weapons year one. Yeah, and again, I still think if 
you know, the NFC is, is very wide open. It like, is. The Niners, they don't, we've we've seen they don't need a quarterback to be relevant, but again, they don't have a quarterback. Like you could you can easily lock in the Niners to compete for the uh, championship weekend without a quarterback. Yeah, but they're not like a for sure. Again, we haven't seen anything from from Trey Lance. There are talks that Matt Ryan's going to be going there. Like, oh God, Brock Purdy's going to be hurt. Like. They're not a guaranteed Super Bowl contender, right? I mean, they're good, right. don't get me wrong. Eagles are losing four are going to be losing four starters on defense and free agency, and they gotta pay Hurts. They're they're gonna look different. They're not gonna be as solid as they were on defense. Lost their OC, lost their DC. Um I mean yeah, like, they have like fifteen to twenty free agents or potential free agents on their team right now. And they're gonna give Hurts a lot of money, which again. I personally would not do for a mobile quarterback. Um, but again, he just he helped take you to the Super Bowl. Kind of hard not right. to. Yeah, so that, like, that's that's tough not them not winning it this year. They would have been, that team would have looked, looked a lot different if they did. Yeah. So the NFC is just so wide open that, you know, if Rodgers is back, if he comes back, I'm like, all right, that's fine. Like it's okay. Because the NFC is so open that we're a playoff team. Like we were on the brink of it, and it was the worst <laughs> Rodgers has ever played his entire career. You know, yeah, but yeah. I, you it's... you you can't you cannot go into the season the team that we had last year with bringing Aaron Rodgers back and say yeah they're not a playoff team. You you just can't. What's with there being seven teams and how how wide open the NFC is that they should make the playoffs. I was surprised they missed it this year to be honest. Yes, they should make it another year with Watson. A decent first round pick, like free agency. If we keep Rodgers the way it is right now, we have like 16 million in cap space. Like we can sign some dudes, but and that's the other thing that sucks to like go away from. Like, hey, we're a playoff contender. Who knows what happens in the playoffs? You just need to be hot. With yep. love, the ceiling is the seventh seed right now. I, I would agree. It, right so, now. if Rodgers. Well, what ha- what gives him the better chance at winning another ring? If he goes to the Jets or Packers, because the AFC is tough. It's, they, oh, the AFC is so much better. They, I don't even know if the Jets will be. The, they probably will with their young roster, but it's, it's them and the Bills. I don't even know if they're the best team in, in their division, you could argue. I don't know. The Bills are the Bills might look a lot different, too. Um, but I think, depending on what they all give up, and I don't know their cap situation. I've never really paid attention to it because I'm not a Jets fan. And they're not my right. They're not the Bears, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, because they don't have a hundred billion dollars to give away this year, right? Um, so I don't know what their cap situation is looking like. But man, Get- Elijah Moore is gonna want to play for Aaron Rodgers. Garrett Wilson, we saw what he can do. Brees Hall's on track ahead of recovery time. Their O line's fine. Defense is top five. They had a top five defense, and they had eight wins last year. Rodgers alone should be able to get them two more. If Rodgers on that Jets team, I would not be shocked if they got the one seed. I'm not going to lie. No, exactly. Like, their ceiling is Super Bowl. Their four is. is probably the sixth seed. I, yeah, I guess there's there's other better teams that won't win the division but be good. So, yeah, I would say floor is sixth seed. But. Yeah. Um. So, I think it is – Yeah, I think his better chances of – that's there. He's got to run through a gauntlet in the air. He does. <laughs> he, 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 no, he really does. So, like, the Jets team will be better, but the Packers have an easier path. 
Yeah. So that's fair. I would, I, I, would... Give, I, I give the slight edge to the Jets, I guess, just because of their defense, and they don't have an idiot as their defensive coordinator like we do. <laughs> All right. Because we have guys on defense. We just have a bad coordinator. That, that's fair. Uh, before we get into the combine, you mentioned John Rantz. I've been seeing his name in the news lately. What what happened? What did he do? Well, there's been a lot of things. Um, I don't know what originally started earlier this season. Uh, like, like issues. Like, obviously, there was, like, the he, – he's essentially trying to, like, act hood when he's not. And he's, like – he's about to get a $200 million contract. Like, like don't you – you just can't mess it up. But he had, like, pulled up on a, like, high schooler. Um, and then he had a gun in, in a club after oh, their game in Denver. And the NBA rules that if there's a gun on premises, so the plane, locker rooms, that's a 50-game suspension. Holy shit. So they're trying to see when did he have the gun. People are like, well, where else would he have gotten the gun? He didn't go buy it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's kind of the biggest things. Um, I, I, I don't know if he beat up a high schooler or, like, again, pointed a gun. I don't know. There's something with the high schooler that I'm blanking on right now, like a minor. Um, and Joe Mixon apparently did the same did the same thing. Uh, yeah, I, I knew about the Joe Mixon story, but <laughs> yeah, it's not good for one of the best young players in the NBA who just got a huge Nike contract. He's about to get a huge NBA contract. Um, and a team that was the two seed in the West, and now I think are like the seventh seed. Yikes! Yeah. Anyways, anywho, and combine. NFL Combine. Let's start with the talk of the town, Mr. Rich, Anthony Richardson himself. Four, he ran a 4.43 40-yard dash, and he had a 40-and-a-half-inch vertical. We all know this dude is a freak of an athlete, and the Combine just confirms it further. The big question is, he played. He started 13 games in his college career. Can he do it in the NFL? And I personally don't see the need to take a risk on him. When there's other quarterbacks like C.J. Stroud who put on a fucking throwing clinic and yeah, like look, actually damn, what quarterbacks are good at look damn near perfect out there. Yeah, but I, uh, I I don't know. What are your thoughts on Richardson and what he did this weekend? It's the same. It's it's the same. We had said last Tuesday that he's gonna rise because he's gonna blow people out of the water yeah. with his deep ball and his athleticism, and that's what happened. Um, and I saw again. I saw a tweet. I need to start saving these tweets. Um, like screenshotting them so I can easily find them because I like a lot of things and give credit to where credit's due. Um, Anthony Richardson was the best, you know, athlete probably in almost every game that he had played in college last year. Why didn't he produce? And you can't say, oh, he didn't have talent around him. He played at Florida. Right. Florida is a power five, a top team in the, always good in the SEC. They get recruits. So you know, maybe the answer is he's just not good enough to be a top quarterback. May, and that is like, it's a huge <laughs> possibility. Like the comps I've seen Josh Allen and Cam, uh, Newton. Cam Newton. Yeah. With the, his floor, Jamarcus Russell and Mr. Trubisky. Oh, Jesus. That's, Christ. that's too big of a gap for me to trade up for him at the, if the, if the, if Vegas wants him at, what do they have seven and he falls to him? and you like him, sure. But don't be trading up to get this guy, giving up tons of assets yep. when he has never proven it. Josh Allen, yes, he did it. 
Josh he's Allen a unicorn. is an outlier. Pe- pe- there people, are... Are, people are too quick nowadays to see to say, "Oh, this guy could be the next Josh Allen." How many how many Josh Allens are being produced in this league? That's dude, dude's an outlier. Nobody expected him to do what he did. In, in his first two years, he was he sucked. Bad. Yeah, he was. It was they didn't. He didn't do anything until Stefan Diggs. Right. So, I mean, yeah, if he goes to Vegas, he has he has the weapons that he needs. But here are Josh Allen's first two seasons, his stats, uh, twenty eighteen, and he played in twelve games. So um, take that for what it's worth. Two thousand yards. 10 touchdowns, 12 interceptions for passing. Yeah, not good. Second season, he played and started all 16. 3,000 yards, uh, 20 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Still not good. No, that, that's not bad, but that's, that's average. That, it that's took nothing. him three seasons, and Stefan Diggs, where he went from 3,100 yards to then 45, from 20 touchdowns to 37, 9 picks to 10 picks. And it was second in the MVP voting. Like, it right. took him time, and it took him an elite wide receiver. Yeah, I've, I've seen some mocks. The Texans, the Panthers, the Colts, all of them have, taking Anthony Richardson won. And I, I, out of all the tweets I, I've seen over the past weekend or two, it, I feel like I, I summed it up in one sentence. Richardson has a higher ceiling, but C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young are the by far safer first pick. I don't yes. like you said the player comparisons. I would not want my team to draft that type of quarterback where he could be the next Josh Allen. I'm not saying he won't, but I feel like the probability is he won't be, and he'll fare more on the side of Jamarcus Russell. Right, and 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 this is more me of if you like him, and that's like if you if he's your highest, you know, rated that. I, I'm still I'm just not trading up for him because I'm giving up so many assets for right. a guy with so many question marks. Like I don't give a damn his vertical or his broad jump. When is a quarterback ever needed to broad jump? Literally. Do do, do anything. Like they may need to sh- jump and stretch for the goal line, what, one, three times a season? Like, right. At, I don't the, care about that. Don't don't show me that. At, at at this point, early March, assuming nothing changes before the draft, end of April. Richardson is a locked in 100% top 10 pick and I, I I don't know how I feel about that. No, if if he falls to you then then take him. And you like, like the Colts don't like if you like him that much and Stroud's gone and you want the what could be the best, you know, instead of like a safer small guy, that's fine. You didn't trade a next year's first, a second this year, and you still have Pittman. You can take another you know, another pass catcher in the second round to help out because you have an elite right. running back. You have a good wide receiver. Pierce is young. Take a tight end in the second. I mean, they have a big tight end, Jelani Woods, but you're not trading away your pieces. And for a team like Houston to do it with no weapons to go up one spot. Literally. in the Because in, the Bears are going to ask for the 2-12. and 12. Yep. And that's obviously smart. Texans, if they do trade for one and they freaking take Andy Richardson, you better keep your 12 because he's going to need a receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, Stroud <laughs> is Stroud, Stroud's my pick. Like, if you, if you straight me, up for Stroud, me too. Go, do it. Do it. Go ahead and do it. Yeah. If I'm the Texans, I take Stroud at two and JS at 12. Why not? Yeah. Pair them together. But, 
Uh, Bryce Young didn't participate, but did you see his shoes this weekend? Oh, <laughs> you so had funny. <laughs> he, he he came in at five ten, but with the shoes, I think uh, they could put him over the top at six foot. Yeah, those shoes were ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, let's get into the running backs. Uh, obviously, we all know Bijan is the best running back in this class. Uh, four, four point four seven forty time. The cuts looked clean as hell. It, it mm-hmm. just, he looked explosive out there. It he, he killed it. it yeah, me, the only me. thing he had to do to not hurt his draft was just not get hurt. Right. Like in that, that and he he's going to be. I've seen anywhere from ten to thirty. He's going to be a first round pick. He's the 101 in Dynasty. He's a first-rounder in Fantasy right now on on boards, not necessarily what you or I would take, but on, on ADP he is. Or not or ranks, not ADP. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he looked, he, he just looks so good. Yeah, I, I, I think he'll go back in the first round to maybe the Eagles. I, I'm still seeing Chargers. Wherever he goes, obviously, it doesn't matter. You take him 101 in Fantasy, or fantasy Drafts. Yep. Fantasy rookie drafts, not yes. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote down some other fastest forty times for running backs. De- Devin Akine, four three two. Jameer Gibbs comes in right after four three six, and then Keaton Mitchell out of East Carolina came in at four three seven. I've never heard that name, but no, I, I mean, <laughs> could be a day three pick and and surprise people. You never know. Yeah, so Jameer Gibbs, you know, a lot of people are questioning. You know, they like his, you know, his athleticism. He's a pass catching guy. But let's see him in the combine. On the second fastest forty, his cuts looked great. He solidified himself as a as the in a standard fantasy. So no two no court, two quarterbacks. A top three pick. Uh, yeah. Sorry, he's two or three. He's he ain't one. Um, he got he kind of put himself on that map, and now he, I've seen some mocks. He's going late first round, early to middle second. So that's great for draft capital. He had a great. 40 or he had a great combine he's 200 pounds kind of where you don't want to be less than he's 199 sue me you don't <laughs> want to be really less than 200 on like the scales on like what makes a good back a good back and he's right out there at 200 and he's 511 so right at that you know right at that like ideal height as well yeah i'm all, these were running backs receivers all of them weighed in and, and, and uh clocked in height wise under what people want it, it doesn't matter that much in my opinion but I, I did see a tweet that said uh, that compared Jameer Gibbs to Jamal Charles. And I'm like, huh, if he's the number two running back in this class, this class, who the hell is Bijan? <laughs> right. They, they're saying Bijan. I saw a guy who he's one of the higher, he's one of like the main guys at PFF said that uh, Bijan, his ceiling is AP. Like he's the next AP. He's the highest ranked guy that we've had out. Since we started doing the PFF, um, and they compare him to Adrian Peterson. Jesus. Well, congratulations. You got the next AP. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the receivers, I, speaking, speaking of metrics, none of the so Jordan Addison, JSN, Zay Flowers, Josh Downs, Jalen Hyatt, they, none of them measured taller than six feet. None of them weighed in at more than 196 pounds. It's just, it, I don't think it matters that much. We, JSN's, I, in my opinion, the number one right now, but uh, it, Addison and Hyatt did left did leave the combine early. Addison with the back strain, Hyatt with the, or, yeah, Hyatt with the hamstring. But look, looking over the highlights, JSN's a clear number one in this, in this class as of right now. Yeah, he didn't run a 40. He knows that he's not straight line fast, so probably do a 4, right. five, five, 40. Um, kind of right around there, but the things that matter for 
receivers. Three cone drill had the best one in like what the past 10 years. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, he killed it. His 20 yard shuttle had the highest in the um, and this year, and like, and it was like competing with like guys like you know, Chase and Cooper Cup and all those elite guys. Um, his vertical, uh, he did he do it? I don't think he, uh, yeah, he did. He had 35 inches. So, again, he's more of a slot guy. He's not a big, he's not a guy who's going to be going up doing fade routes. He's a slot guy. He gets open. Um, and that's what shows in the three cone and the 20 yard shuttle. Yeah, he solidified himself, I think, as the wide receiver one and is the third guy in the top three. Yeah, I mean, it's just his change of direction and his agility was just insane to watch. Uh, yeah, he went from a guy that, like, if I wanted the Packers to get him, like, it was a want. Now it's a need. Like, I, if, if he goes to the Bears, I will generally be so upset <laughs> because he, like, he's just that good and he's going to be a huge difference maker. Um, so he can't go there. So that's why I don't want the Bears to get the 12. That, that was uh, it. They'd have to make either one trade or trade down a couple times for, yeah. for that to happen. But yeah, uh, JSN, he might not he might not be the first receiver off the NFL draft board, but he should be off of your fantasy boards. Uh, rookie dynasty stuff. R- wait, what? He should be the first receiver off of oh. like your rookie, uh, like the rookie drafts. Yeah, yeah, and you have the 102, and you're deciding between Gibbs and JSN, and you were all for just taking both two running backs, and now I feel like you're, you, you've switched it up. Yeah, I, I have. <laughs> I mean, I, I have the 103, so I'm fine with either. I don't I don't really care, but, uh, yeah, I'm just curious to see what you do here. Uh, and then the tight ends here. That, I didn't see anything about anybody except for Darnell Washington out of Georgia. Oh, man, baby. Yeah. <laughs> He checked in at six three and a half, two hundred and forty six pounds as a tight end. Those are that's six. a lineman numbers you put on 20, 30, 40 more pounds. That's just insane. Yeah, uh, the dude, he is. So people only remember Mercedes Lewis as what he is now. Mercedes Lewis was a first round pick. This is literally Mercedes Lewis, but in a game where you know it's more advanced now. So you're getting a first round Mercedes Lewis in Darnell Washington. He's a pass-catching tackle. Like, he's right. not going to be great for fantasy and dynasty purposes, I don't think. he. You know, he might get five touchdowns a year, 400 yards. No, he's not going to do anything crazy, I don't think. Right. But I, he's I, just going to make your football team better. I, I read those numbers wrong. All of the tight ends between Mayer, Musgrave, Kincaid, and Washington were over that mark. But uh, Washington came in at 6'7". 264 pounds. I, yeah, we I tried correcting you, but I didn't want to be rude. <laughs> no, we, we were seeing Gronk's, Gronk comparisons this weekend. I was like, okay, let's slow slow the roll a little bit, but it's still just insane. It, it is having a, a, a sixth lineman out there. Yeah, and, you know, Michael Mayer, he's not the most athletic tight end out there. Um, pretty much everyone else are great athletes, and obviously he is. You know, put him on a scale of, like, the entire, you know, entire USA, he's a top athlete, but He's, he's more of just a good football player, so his numbers weren't great. They weren't popping like what we saw from you know, Washington. We saw from like Laporta out of Iowa, um, and there was another guy. I'm just blanking on who it was because Kincaid didn't uh, participate. He's still recovering from a back injury. Um, but, yeah, Mayer, he didn't really help himself to like solidify as a tight end one. 
Um, but I still do think he'll be the number one taken, number one tight end taken in the draft because he has the film and the stats to prove it. Right. I I, I would agree, but I don't think Kincaid's that far behind either. No. Uh, yeah, I, I only did skill positions. I don't know if you wrote down anything else about any uh, any defensive players or whatnot. No, nothing defensive. The guys I want to highlight that I think killed the draft and really helped their stock: Josh Downs. Um, I was watching him, and every time I was like, "Holy crap, who's that?" And then after the third time, I'm like, "Okay, Josh Downs is wearing not like a do rag, but something." But every time I'm like, "Holy crap!" The next one, and I'm surprised he's kind of he's still he's gaining ground on receivers. Um, Zay Flowers. I have I think he should be the fourth receiver taken. Um, depending on where they go, I see, but in the NFL, I think the fourth, he had a great day too. He bulked up, he put on 15, 20 pounds of muscle, still keeping his four, four, something sporty. Um, those are the two guys that every time I was every when I was watching every time I was like, who is that? And it was the same people. They were just great. They, they did a great job on their, um, making the best of the combine. Right. It, yeah, the, the mock draft you said is that Flowers all the way up at 15 to the Patriots, which shocked me. We so. traded with the Patriots? Or 14 or whatever. Okay. Whatever the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, I know. 14 to the Patriots, yeah. Okay. I mean, not a great fantasy spot for him, but it's – and he and so that means he might slip and, and die in rookie drafts, which is good for people who get, get a steal for him because I think he's the fourth best receiver. And I think I have downs at five. I, I think if Hayek goes to the right situation, I think Hayek could go to four, but I, I do like Zay Flowers a lot. Yeah, no, that, that is very true. It, it, whoever goes to the Chargers, if Downs, Hyatt, or Flowers go to the Chargers, they're immediately going to jump the other two guys. Uh, yeah, that's all I had for uh, for the comp. How much of the comp did you watch actually live? Uh, I watched the receivers and quarterbacks, almost all of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I, I just watched highlights. I never watched the combine when it's live, but. Yeah, it's. I mean, once again, another pro of doing a doing a dynasty draft. You guys aren't uh, aren't already. It keeps you entertained. I feel like I'm not like totally dreading that. I'm usually at this point of the year in March. I'm dreading that knowing there's no football for six more months. Now it just keeps you involved and, and you, you know gives you something to look forward to. So I appreciate that. And sadly, there was no breaking news while we did this. I was hoping we'd hear something back. On Rogers, we're not going to hear anything on Lamar for a while, I think. No, um, but Rogers should be sooner than later, so we just got to keep waiting. Yep, we shall see you next Tuesday, big day. Hopefully, we got some big news on next Wednesday's show. Oh, uh, franchise tag: Tony Pollard tagged by the Cowboys and Saquon tagged by the Giants, so they will be staying for at least one more year there. And Josh Jacobs. And Josh Jacobs, you're right, did get tagged by the Las Vegas Raiders. So, yeah, those three top running backs in free agency are sticking. So, you know what, Monty's the best one right now? Yeah, pretty much. Monty, Sanders, uh, Madison, Mixon's going to be cut. For sure. Yeah, I, I, I hope Sanders – I think the Eagles will take a running back, so I hope Sanders goes somewhere else and is still relevant for a year or two. I could see him – I don't – I, for some reason, I could see him. I mean, the Bears have so much money, I, but I think they're okay drafting a running back. But I think Sanders to uh, Carolina makes a good amount of sense. Yeah, I could see it. I, 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 like, I, I like that. I like I, I like Sanders a lot. 
I, I know they like Foreman, but Foreman's not a not a bell cow, so no. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for this week's episode. Again, follow us if you're not already on TikTok and Instagram at the Kneel Down. Got anything else before we close this one out? Nope. Just we'll see you next week. All right. See you guys. See you.